Hey, special thanks to Paul Reed Smith. They make some of the best guitars in the world, and I'm so proud to have them as a sponsor. Check them out at prsguitars.com. And also thanks to our friends at Cathead Vodka. Check them out at catheaddistillery.com and Cathead Vodka on Instagram. Thanks. Hey, hey, this is your old buddy Bartier with The Shorty Show. And this Shorty Show is going to be on my five favorite Van Halen songs. And I've brought in guest lecturer, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame member. <laughs> okay, nothing. Not really, but this is my brother, Brad. Say hi, Brad. Hello, hello. We grew up listening, putting a lot of hours in listening to Van Halen. And so we're going to compare mm. notes. Yes. So I don't know. Did you put them in specific one, two, three, four, five, or five, four, three, two, one, or did you just? Well, I can do five, four, three, two, one, but like we talked, it's virtually an impossible task. Yeah. To come up with <laughs> just five. the best there next week, I might have three added to this. Right. And the or, week after, I'll probably have another three. But you listen to Van uh, Halen too and forget about yeah certain exactly. songs, and you go, "Oh crap, that was so good." But anyway, well, all right. Well, just give me one. What? Yeah. If you want five. Well, I uh, had fun listening to a lot of the Van Halen music in the last week. Yeah, me too. And I, I give you, Bart, major credit because you're a guitar nut back in junior high and high school and you listened to the guitar. You had the guitar magazines and you knew all the guitar players and uh, you introduced me to a lot of them, including Van Halen and... So this wow. is very cool. But I would say uh, I was thrilled that they came out with their last record, which was 2011. Yeah. Which has been a long time now. But so I'm going to have to give credit for one song on that record. Uh, that's a different kind of truth. But I, I picked oh, out yeah. the song Out of Space. I listened to that, oh, and yeah. I felt like, man, this could be 1981 all over again. I mean, and that was Dave, right? David Lee Roth, back in the saddle. Yeah, you know, love him or hate him, uh, whatever your opinion is, but he's performing quite well. I think quite admirably, this. quite admirably. And man, this song I think just comes right at you, right at your face. Aggressive. Uh, Big time intro guitar. I love the aggressive guitar tone. Yeah, Eddie's riff obviously is just tremendous. Yeah, and the song itself, I think, was it's got some fairly complex stuff in it. Mm -hmm. and Wolfie is there playing bass, and this is my introduction to listen to Wolfie. And I would say <laughs> we think I was he's impressed. playing bass, huh? We think he's playing bass. We think he is. There's there's lots of rumors. Really? Okay. Well, there was always rumors that Eddie played all the bass parts. Oh, okay. So, I don't know. Well, that's a good one, man. I am going to choose Up for Breakfast, which was Sammy. He uh it wasn't a hit, but great tone again, great riff. You know, and lyrically Sammy is great at being kind of naughty without being really dirty and just gross <laughs> mm -hmm. so i always love that one and uh yeah people that have to call it van hagar or whatever it's like you're just idiots it's just great music i don't care yeah. it's still 
there's still two and sometimes three Van Halens in the band, so it's still mm-hmm. Van Halen. So anyway, yeah, I'm going for Up for Breakfast. Awesome. What's your next one? Well, I put When It's Love. Oh, yeah, man. And I know when this came out. Because of the video? Well, I've got, yeah, the video. <laughs> With the Blue Angels in it? Man, I don't remember that. Yeah. I think that was When It's Love. Really? I kind of didn't want to like this song when it came out. Cause yeah. Because it was like more of a pop song, you know, keyboards. Yeah. But man, when they got going and to say that Sammy had a big vocal performance on this song oh, is an understatement. Yeah. And you've always pointed out Michael Anthony's, you know, there's that part of the song when they're Michael Anthony screams high. It's kind of that introduction to the chorus or bridge or something, but Michael Anthony goes and then Sammy goes and answers him. And then they do yeah. that. And then they go into this massive chorus that just, you can't, it's almost like a big anthem. Yeah. You can't ignore this song kind of thing. Well, Sammy and, is now <laughs> tuning guitars down. I heard one half of a step. Really? And he's 72 years old. So he's still <laughs> screaming his brains out. Jeez. Awesome. I am going to go then with pound cake oh, yes. because the drill about that <laughs> i wrote down here that drill sound is in about 92 percent of my dreams and i don't know what that meant but and that opening scream is one of the best since roger daltrey and the who i mean sammy just he just kind of throws it down go what do you got you do better than that come on up here and give it a whirl <laughs> but yeah i'm gonna yeah the old pound caker is pretty good can i say a quick story about yeah, absolutely. that song absolutely i remember clear as a bell Whatever year that was, 95, 94, 5? I don't know either. Yeah, probably. Uh, I was driving in Los Angeles on business. I was on Interstate 5 going south into town, and I still can remember clearly listening to KLOS. Mm -hmm. And we were all waiting for the new Van Halen record to come out. Everybody's just on, on the edge of their seat. And finally, they introduced the new song, the new single from Van Halen, Pound Cake. And they play that, and I'm pretty sure I started crying. <laughs> At least tears were dripping. You were so happy. And I was so such a big <laughs> grin, and I'm pretty sure I called you. I don't know if I got you back then, um, just because I was so excited to hear it. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> I bet there was a, a, a lot of Los Angelinos that were waiting to hear that song. <laughs> yeah, yes. man. So that's pound cake. Oh, I uh, and again pick up to pick a number one stuff, but I had hot for teacher. Oh yeah. Um, this I think in so many ways musically and just by their attitude epitomizes Van Halen. Just watching that video, uh, it's so juvenile. So- juvenile stuff it's the old waldo in school and and the synchronized dancing and all that exactly. stuff is such the a blast four guys dancing in suits on yeah. stage and the showmanship and plus good grief the music is so such an attack well yeah uh, and there's the that bass drum stuff at the, yes. in the intro i still don't know if that's two bass drums or if I he still, was playing two and it was double tracked and, and i don't have any idea yeah. i've heard so many different theories on it but i've listened g- to that so many times and i can't 
really get yeah. a total handle on it. It's like um, you can almost play it, but you kind of need at least one more foot <laughs> yeah. to do that. And the shredding, obviously, from Eddie is great. Yeah, but, no uh, doubt. All right. Well, I am going to go back uh, to take your whiskey home. Oh, yeah. That was a great punch in the forehead sort of riff. <laughs> it starts out nice and bluesy, and then it just grooves like a crazy donkey <laughs> and dave was just hitting all sorts of screams man it was so great and i don't know it's just take your whiskey home is fantastic stuff yes. and yeah. that tone back then man you you just felt like every time eddie hit a power chord it was just you were just a microsecond away from his amp just exploding <laughs> Huh? There's a little Dave. I love that. Amy bought me this and put it on my phone. It's the Diamond Dave app, which I think is pretty fantastic. <laughs> See, I don't have the Sammy app, so I'll just have to deal with Dave. Anyway, take your whiskey home. Awesome. All right. Well, speaking of Dave screaming, my next song is, or at least one of the ones, is I'm the One. Oh, yeah. Show Your Love. And just that. Is that what it's called? I'm the One, Show well, Your Love? Or I, it I almost was, does have two choruses in there. Yeah, I had, I was looking on YouTube. They've got the song listed both ways. Okay. They've got it, I'm the One, and Show Your Love. But I have to do a little research. Called, I think it's called i'm the one on the record yeah label but the, that killer guitar intro david <sighs> lee ross <laughs> yeah so great just an aggressive fun and david lee with some of his screaming laughs are just <laughs> some of the best i've ever heard and then just a melodic shredding guitar attack they get this song rolling so hard yeah and then right about the third or third verse, they just shut the whole thing down and they go into that. Yeah. <laughs> it goes into a barbershop quartet. All of a sudden, wait a minute. And then it, and then it flips on its axis again and just yes. takes off and rips into yeah. the night again. It was That was when Van Halen was wondering if you still had the Pioneer 6x9 coaxels in the back dashboard of your 79 Grand Prix. Because if they were, we're going to finish blowing them up. But one of the reasons I named that song is they're so stinking creative, and they're just not afraid to do something so unconventional. Oh, man. Just throw in a shooby doo wah yeah. barbershop in the middle of a, just a smoking hot driving rock song. I, I have to believe that was Dave's idea, and I would just love to have a picture of the other three band guys when he said, Hey, I got an idea. <laughs> Right there, let's stop and we'll do this. And they all said, Yeah, I yeah, was that sounds the great. Same thing. I was gonna, yeah, <laughs> yes. No, dude, seriously, to me, Eddie Van Halen, he, I hate the phrase game changer, but he did. He changed the whole landscape of guitar. Then, to me, a million great guitar players, but it wasn't until Dimebag came around that he really pushed guitar again mm. you know and i don't know if we've had a guitar player since then that's really 
I mean, there's a like I said, there's a million great, great guitar players. But anyways, yeah. all right. My next one is somebody give me a doctor. Yes. Somebody give me a shot. Oh yes. They were fresh off their first world tour where they were out with Journey and Black Sabbath and Ted Nugent, and they came right back into the studio, and it's just, oh my gosh, what a riff. I just, it, you know, and the production, I still just love, it's almost just so naked. It's kind of like they looked around the mm-hmm. rooms and went, amps, yep, drums, <laughs> yep, songs, yep, all right, let's record something, you know, let's roll, <laughs> let's roll. and it's like, there was not a bunch of, you know, and it was just, that's how, that's why I always love hearing great songs played by the writer just on an acoustic guitar. Cause it's like, that proves to me that it's a great song. It's not just a bunch of bells and whistles in production. And that's what this seems like. It just seems like it's live. It's in your basement. You know, you could go down and watch the boys practice and it would sound like that record. Awesome. So yes, I'm going, somebody get me a doctor. Amen. <laughs> Next. I had, uh, <clears throat> I have, I have to put little guitars in there. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, that song to me is almost three songs in one. I yeah. mean, it starts out with that beautiful, uh, kind of that minor classical acoustic beginning. Yep. And it's so beautiful and it just pulls you in. And then the second section is like, it's just this big drum beat, you know. That's it's like, man, where is this song going? This and that is guitar awesome. was so sleazy, man. Oh. It just was like, you were scared to touch it. Like, you're going to need the penicillin <laughs> shot after touching that sound. <laughs> and then all the chords in that section yeah. are are just so much fun to listen to. And then that kind of builds up, it builds up again, and then bang, sing your way to I'm in trouble yeah. again. And, that, and then that staccato. Really you, quick picking stuff. Yeah, you can describe the technique that just is it's so just unique. Finger picking, just super clean. The other thing about that, excuse me, an interview with Eddie saying his hands are so big, once he got his thumb up to about the 12th fret, he could hit any fret on the guitar without moving his thumb. Jeez. So he's playing superhuman Superman chords just because he can. But there's another thing. Here's the biggest rock guitar player in the world, and he brings out a gut string acoustic guitar that says, (laughs) watch this. You thought that's what I was? Well, I'm also this. So you're welcome. Oh, (laughs) Well, that song just, in those three sections, it's like, Man, this whole song has been just a killer adventure to go through. You wonder if I got to listen to this ten times in a row to try to get it. You wonder if it was three songs, <laughs> and they didn't like any of them by themselves, and so yep. they thought, well, let's mash them together and see what happens. I think they still had Ted Templeman producing then, and who was a fantastic producer, obviously. Great. Well, I am gonna go. And it's obvious, and I'm sure you would have said this too, with uh, Eruption into You Really Got Me. I wrote down here, any guitar player 50 years old and younger just worships at the altar of Eddie Van Halen because of this combo. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know that Eddie was excited about You Really Got Me, which obviously is a Kinks track. 
He played it for a few folks the night before the record was released. And I think it was the band Angel heard it from Eddie, went into the studio and cut it and tried to get it out as a single before Van Halen could do it the next day because they just went, holy crap, this is just going to be a monster. And also, this is where I really got into Mikey's BGVs because his his vocals on that are just out of the world man i mean he's i don't know how he does it and he still does it he's just crazy and he's 65 or whatever and just and it's you watch him do it and it's just easy he just goes here's the note and then he just pows it and it's got 600 db of volume and everything else he's just awesome well that was five okay well i (laughs) am throwing one more in here and it's unchained Oh, yes. Just because <laughs> that was my real introdu- introduction to a, a drop D tuning. And it was also the first time I ever got to see Alex set a gong on fire, which I thought was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> you don't see that quite every day. <laughs> not really. Not a lot. <laughs> like that. <laughs> oh, anyway, man. yeah. I, I mean, there's yeah. another one. That that Unchained <laughs> album, the whole album is just so dark. Like, I don't know if they hated each other at that point but it's just it's just is that really, fair warning um or is that is mean streets on that one i think that's fair warning i mean i, I like like you i listened to everything yeah. in the last week and i'm kind of confused right now but mean streets or uh, mean streets is so great drop dead legs or be, yeah. would be up, up in there but whew, i don't know fun stuff i guess we should uh we should go listen to some van halen we'll do it Thanks for doing this. It's been a blast. I've listened to all of your podcasts. Thank you. They are so much fun. I've learned a killer amount of stuff about the music industry and what you've done for your last three decades. Well, I've been. So that's been a blast to hear. Very. Thank you. I've been very (laughs) blessed and I've made some friends with some pretty incredible people um, that I'm I'm super thankful for. So anyway, love you, buddy. Love you, man. Let's go see Iron Maiden tonight. Yes, we'll do it. Bye.